Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Hi everyone, I'm Megan. I use she, her pronouns and welcome to today's episode of Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Today we are joined by Janaid. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, yes, I am Janaid. I use he, him pronouns and I am in my third year at Trinity College studying medicine. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Um, slightly Lovely different for you. <laughs> Other uh, it's, side an of honor. The... <laughs> it's an honour to be on Oxford from the inside, the good, the bad, but always the truth. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, get, you get to know how it feels now, the other side of the screen, mm, as it were. Very true. Um, and today we're going to be talking about um, a very special project in your heart, I'm sure, which is K-pop Dance Society. So um, would you like to start by just telling us about what you guys do and, yeah, how people can join in? Yeah, so um, the, I guess the official title of the society is um, OK, as in OKAY, Oxford K-pop Dance. Um, and we did originally start off as a um, dance society, but now we've sort of expanded to um, more generally as a sort of K-pop appreciation um, society, especially with um, COVID stopping us being able to do more like dance related things. Um, and also because there isn't, uh, as far as I'm aware, any other society in um, the university at the moment, which does uh, anything related to K-pop or even like sort of um, Korean pop culture, which is now like, especially these days, becoming a very big um, worldwide mainstream force. So, so yeah, that's um, that's kind of like in a nutshell what we do. Um, to go into a bit more detail about the two sort of the dance and the K-pop appreciation stuff. Mm -hmm. So with dance, we have a um, sort of core team that you can audition to be on, which uh, performs at um, events in university, if it's like college, um, like uh, college events for charity, or, um, or even we performed at the Oxford Town Hall for the uh, Oxford Chinese New Year celebrations, which is very fun. Um, there are also competitions, um, which is something I learned about, um, organized uh, fully by uh, university societies amongst themselves. So um, it, it's a sort of labor of love, the whole thing, um, which was really cool. We had the opportunity to go to Coventry to perform in um, a, a nationwide competition against other universities, which is great to meet other university K-pop dance societies and just have a great time and just celebrate K-pop, which, um, which is great. Uh, and we also, um, when uh, again before COVID, uh, <laughs> held um, open classes uh, taught by some of the uh, members in our team, uh, where anyone could, anyone in the university could just uh, rock up, uh, pay two pounds, which would go to the society for things like competition entry fees and travel, etc., um, and just learn like uh, the choreo to a new song that's come out in K-pop recently, which is which is really cool. Again. Um, that, that, that hasn't been able to happen for a while now, um, both due to COVID and also due to just members who um, teach classes moving on. Mm -hmm. But um, in our heyday, as it were, that, that was the sort of um, the, the dancing that we did. Um, and hopefully we will continue to do that. And uh, also we post uh, videos um, to Instagram very frequently. So do follow mm -hmm. us there and uh, YouTube also. Um, yeah, so when we're not performing in a sort of uh, in a show, or doing competition, we're just creating content for, for the internet, yeah. And um, 
with the appreciation side of things, um, we've been holding uh, online socials for um, just like just being a place for, for K-pop fans to meet each other and um, you know, play games or uh, discuss, talk about K-pop um, or even other things like watch K-dramas together, which is another, another big thing, <laughs> uh, the big cult following. Um, also in Oxford, they do host um, K-pop club nights, which uh, are really fun. And uh, that's something we've sort of organized a group of people to go along um, and get involved with. So yeah, really we, we sort of, um, we started off as just a few people uh, doing dance, but now we're sort of trying to be like the hub for anyone who's interested in, in K-pop at all, um, whether it's like a lot or just a little bit, uh, yeah, in the, that sort of um, society for appreciation in the university. Yeah, um, I can confirm, uh, like, the, the content that you guys put out on your Instagram and your YouTube, like, they're really, really, you guys are really talented. So I will obviously put links in the description, but do check them out. Like, it's really, really great. Um, and as you said, like, you do lots of competitions um, throughout the year that you also post about and people can, and, you know, people vote for you to support you mm. against the other universities. So they're really, really great fun. Um, and maybe just a little bit about auditions, like, if people were wanted to audition to join the core kind of dance team, how would they go about doing that? So we have um, different, uh, uh, we've had different sort of uh, like audition seasons where we've <laughs> put out a thing saying we're looking for new members. Um, I think we just recently had one at the end of last term. So our next one will probably be in um, October with the new, mm -hmm. starts the new academic year. Um, but yeah, to get involved with that, just uh, have a look at our Facebook page or at the start of um, at the start of the year, there'll be uh, the society's um, what's it called? Freshers Fair, yeah, uh, Freshers <laughs> Fair. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, yeah, we'll have a stall there, so you know, we'll uh, people can get on the mailing list and um, and then here that way. But I mean, any any of our socials, we'll be posting about it, and then you can um, yeah get get involved and try and be on the team. Great, and then th those mailing lists would also cover like the. Um, the movie nights and all those kind of things yeah, yeah great um, so do check them out um, and you mentioned that it started as like quite a small team um, mm. just a small group of you guys do you want to tell us a bit more about how you started it the the origin story of <laughs> k-pop dance it is it's quite a good story so yeah I do I do like to tell it so um, back in the day setting the scene um, I was but a young first year uh, having just come back from my first term at Oxford. And I, um, in the Christmas holidays, I was just watching some K-pop dance videos, you know, as, as anyone does. Um, and I think on literally on a whim, I, I um, was looking at the dancing, I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. It's something I want to do. I, I actually don't have any experience in dance, minus like maybe just like something in school that I did which is very much like <laughs> anyone who wants to do it do it no experience required so the enthusiasm was there the skill was not um but I uh I saw that I was like oh, yeah, that's that's cool um and then I think there was a, a total of like maybe 20 seconds from like the beginning of the thought to the end of this action but I went on Facebook and um there's a thing called Oxfest which is an anonymous uh, Facebook page for people to anyone in Oxford University to just post like just silly sort of uh, anonymous posts or confessions or funny sort of things whatever um, and they get posted uh, and I um, wrote something saying 
uh, something like, are there any K-pop dance groups in Oxford looking for members? Um, and sent it off and then didn't think about it. Like it was, uh, like I said, this is very, this is just on a whim. Um, and then a few days later, I saw uh, a reply to that saying, yeah, we're, we're a few people who've just met up and started dancing. If you'd like to join us, email um, this email. So um, I got in touch and it turns out that um, it was a group of, I think five at that time, girls in the year above who were um, just meeting up like once every week um, to just try and learn a dance uh, together. But they were looking for it to become like a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. So um, I, uh, so they, they were very uh, happy for me to join, even though I had no experience, they, which I was very clear about. I, I want to say, <laughs> like, look, I don't actually know what I'm doing. Um, but uh, Lizzie, the girl that I spoke to, she said um, that it's, you know, just a, all that's required is uh, enthusiasm and willingness to do K-pop. And, uh, you know, that's all you need, which is really great for me to hear as a, as a first year <laughs> who um, at that point actually hadn't uh, sort of got involved in any um, societies yet that I, like, I didn't really have my sort of um, thing, I guess, if you could say, uh, that I sort of um, spent my time doing extracurricularly. So yeah, that was really exciting. And um, I went along and yeah, it was it was really great. And it sort of expanded from there. Um, I think as we got more people, it sort of, uh, there was a sort of greater momentum to try and um, do things like make videos or perform at places. And it, it was quite cool. Like every week we would be doing something um, that sort of makes a society just a little bit more legitimate. And it was really cool to watch it grow from just being a few people to, um, to at the end of uh, last, yeah, this is at the end of last year, um, just before COVID kicked <laughs> off, uh, which would have been, uh, I think, a whole year since the society actually began. Um, we hosted our first ever showcase um, in Keeble College, uh, a whole like two hour long um, <laughs> sort of uh, showcase of all the dances we've been working on and also featuring some performances from I think it was the Chinese Society and also Oxford Brooks uh, K-pop dance team who we met at one of the national competitions. So um, yeah, it was, it was really great. So in, in that time, it sort of expanded from just a few people to being a whole like university thing with a whole like showcase, um, which is amazing. And Lizzie remains the uh, president of the society today um, who you can you know get in touch with if you email us. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's, uh, it's a cool story um, because it sort of shows how um, all you need to, to run a society is just um, the willingness to do it, really, just people who want to do something. And if there isn't a society, as there wasn't at that time, like I said, there wasn't um, anything for uh, any sort of place for K-pop bands, uh, particularly. Um, you can just you could just make that. You can just do it. And um, yeah, and it's very easy to do. Yeah, like um, it really, really cannot be stressed enough that if you're looking on the university website for all the societies and there isn't something there that you'd like the look of, first of all, it might be kind of an unofficial student-led society, so it doesn't appear. And secondly, if it isn't there and there isn't an unofficial student-led one, then you can just find some friends who also like the thing that you like and start yeah. a society. Um, it really, really does not have to be, um, you know, a whole, it doesn't have to be a whole thing. You can just start a society and tell people about it and make an Instagram page and make a Facebook and you can grow and expand. Um, and I'm sure like you'd agree that it's a really, really great experience to be able to kind of see it, see it grow and flourish, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
Um, and like, um, I've kind of always wondered about this. So maybe it's the right place to ask, but there are, so there are the official university societies that appear on the university web pages. And then there are kind of the unofficial ones. And so how, how does a society become like an official Oxford University society? Do you know? So I, I don't fully, like I'm not fully um, in the know about this as I didn't do, um, I wasn't in charge of the admin stuff for our mm -hmm. society. But what I, what my idea is that um, they are essentially just two different sort of application forms. Like the SU has one, um, that, that's the student union, mm -hmm. um, which you can fill in to become a, I think what most people refer to when they say society, society mm -hmm. is that. Um, and that's quite simple. You just need to have um, like an executive committee. You need to have some sort of constitution, I think. Um, uh, there's not that sort of um, like uh, formal, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, it is a bit, but not very. But I think the university application form, it does seem a lot more um, formal because it actually needs the proctors um, which is the sort of central university staff to um, actually approve it. Uh, and I think, I think the reason for that, though I could be wrong, is something to do with the sort of legality of using the Oxford name and the coat of arms and all sorts of like stuff that isn't necessarily relevant mm -hmm. for a lot of societies. Um, but it is a good point to make because if you're a student, and I actually didn't even know that the SU page for all the societies existed until recently. So if you're a student looking for societies, um, or clubs, which is another mm -hmm. word they use, and I'm not sure what the difference is at all. <laughs> um, but if, if you're a student looking for a, something to be a part of, don't just look at the university page, look also mm -hmm. at the um, student union um, directory, um, because they also have one. And um, yeah, and I think that one actually separates it by topic as well, rather than just the first letter of the society, which arguably is more useful. So um, yeah, do, do look at the student union as well. Right, and, and like, as you said, it's um, the student union one, I guess, if you're just starting out, might be an easier avenue to take because it's... Yeah. Um, so the executive committee is just kind of the people who are leading the society, you know, a president, someone to look after the money, someone to deal with admin. That's kind of as simple as it gets. Um, and some form of constitution, which I suppose would be, this is how often we're going to try and meet yeah. And if you want to be part of the society, these are our criteria. Is that basically the constitution? Yeah. And I think they have they have a lot of um, like information on the <laughs> student union website about how to do that. Like it's very, um, I mean, again, I didn't fill it out, but uh, <laughs> upon looking at it, it looks quite um, uh, easy to understand, um, which I must say can't, can't really be said for the university, the official university <laughs> pages. But again, yeah, I think it's more to do with the sort of um, legitimacy that sports clubs and things mm. like that sort of have um, but yeah like like you're saying Megan if, if you're looking to just start a sort of um, start a community around something that you enjoy the SU definitely will be able to help you out with that. Great and I will I will try and put a link to the SU pages um, in the description so if anyone is wondering about other possible societies you can have a look there and again it's probably not the full list because there will be some people who just yeah. meet up but it's as full as a list as you can get um, <laughs> and obviously you do look at the university page but as you were saying that's kind of it tends to be more sports teams that if you're like going out and competing you'd want yeah. to have the university branded 
you know, equipment and you want to be able to use the university branded, you know, sports fields. Yeah. You need the official. Yeah, it's something like that. It's like minibus hiring and um, sort mm. of the more expensive stuff. So I guess, I mean, in some ways you could look at it like if, if you have a big idea and there's, you know, something that would be sort of a very, um, a new a new big thing that isn't there, like a new sport or something. Um, I guess, you know, that there is provision for that as well if you um, if you just apply for it with the university. I don't know how um, often new clubs join, but I mean, the, the information is all there. So yeah, <laughs> the, sky, the sky's the limit, really. <laughs> if you want a minibus. <laughs> you want to, yeah, that essentially what I'm just saying is if, if you're looking to hire a minibus <laughs> on the university, then, you know, you, you, you know where to go. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> official I mean I think you know everyone needs an official minibus where's the yeah, I mean, where's that would be the cool. yeah. k-pop mini we took the train to Coventry so maybe maybe that's something we should look into <laughs> <laughs> God, have, it's not a society if you don't yeah, have a branded no, minibus yeah. come on now um, <laughs> but yeah it's you can absolutely just set up something that you enjoy and you want to be a part of um, and you will find people who are also interested in it. It's, you know, there are so many students here. There is, I'm, I'm going to say a non-zero probability that there will be someone else <laughs> who also wants to start yeah, a society. Definitely. Like, yeah. There's no if you're way into you... it, someone else will be, yeah. or they'll, you know, already be a society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, there are, yeah, I will link the pages because there are too many societies to go through now. Um, and for people who are interested and want to get involved, um, what's the best way of doing that? So, um, firstly, I'll plug our Instagram. Actually, I think the handle is underscore OKKpop. I think, yeah, I think that's probably it. But it'll be the link will be I'll in the description check. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, do follow us there because that is our most active social media, um, and also where we post just you know anything about um, auditions and stuff. But um, if you want to get involved with our sort of K-pop appreciation things, you go to our Facebook page, which is um, OK Oxford K-pop Dance. We have our Discord link um, on there, uh, which you can, which is a sort of online social platform, if you don't know. So, um, yeah, that, that's pretty active. And that has a lot of people. Um, that's quite a few people now. Yeah. So that's that's definitely grown over lockdown. So, um, I mean, that's a really easy way to just meet other people who like K-pop, which is great. Um, and other than that, um, if you want to be on the mailing list, you can email us at oxfordkpopdance at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, and then, I mean, if you're on one of those things, you'll, you'll hear about what we're doing next, I'm sure. And also, I, I should also plug, I've been told to plug by Lizzie. Um, again, do follow our Instagram because we've got a evolution of K-pop project coming through soon with a lot of dance covers from K-pop through history. So yeah, check that out when, when we post it. Oh, okay. I, well, I can't ask any questions now because it'll spoil it. About the... Yeah, I want to know how K-pop has evolved through history. I mean, I just like, you know, going back from like the 90s or 2000s to, to now. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that sort okay. of thing. Well, yeah. I will make a note of that now because yeah. <laughs> now I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> you can't do this to me. <laughs> um, I think that's all we have time for. Um, Thank you so much, Sinead, for coming on. Um, Thank you for having me. 
for Very being to willing here. to be interviewed. <laughs> this prestigious podcast. It's a great <laughs> podcast you have here, honestly. I, yeah. Oh, thanks. It means, <laughs> it means a lot coming from you. Um, <laughs> and thank you everyone for listening. Please do check out. I will put lots of links in the description for places you can check out um, K-pop dance if you're interested in general K-pop appreciation, as well as the SU links the student union pages and university pages for other societies and clubs, if you're interested. Um, but yeah, thanks again, Janaid. Um, thank you. Thank you everyone who's listening or watching to this. Um, I hope you're all staying safe and well. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.